Hello everyone and welcome to our very first, the, the inaugural podcast of the unofficial Labour Party. Um, I think we've just sort of fallen into this slightly, so I'll introduce myself. My name is David Vaughan and I will be your host for the upcoming podcast for however long this lasts as a project. And I'd like to introduce you to my co-host. He is the loving legislator himself, the vanguard of the masses. His name is Councillor Jabez Oak. Say hello, Jay. Are you right? <laughs> oh, the enthusiasm. <laughs> the massive enthusiasm. This is the this is the inaugural first podcast. The very first one. We'll be looking back at this in, in oh years to come when we've made like thousands of them and we'll be looking back at this going, oh, didn't we sound stupid? Yeah. Why? Why? <laughs> did, why? <laughs> yeah, why? why? Who came up with this idea? Well, it was you, which is yeah. your fault. This is all your fault. I want it on record. Why is it my um, fault? Because when... <laughs> it's just, yeah. Why is this my fault? Because you want to class our, ramble, our late night ramblings <laughs> as... Political work. Hey, hey, it is political work. Every time, yeah. every time we've had those late night ramblings, we've had discussions where we've gone. Do you know what that made it? Because we, you'll, everyone who's going to listen to this is going to realize that we don't agree on everything. No, but by the end of it, we do tend to resolve things. Yes, and then we sort of go, well, we just had the we just had the argument that everyone should be having, and we found the, we found the solution or the That's middle it. ground. Yeah. And I think that's where this podcast has come from, is where, well, hang on, why didn't we just do that? I mean, we basically sorted the, the EU referendum out. Yes, I mean, we, we, basically didn't, tell, sorted... we didn't tell anyone, but... No, 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 <laughs> Christ, no, we get shot. For, I mean, literally shot for it. Yes, now, yeah. I mean, I, I, I claimed through the whole period that I could get Brexit done within a month. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I, I was well, very... we compromised. And we yeah, yeah, there were, there were compromises, um, but, yeah. you know, we didn't have, like, um, millions of people shouting at us with placards saying, get Brexit done, or we're still European. No, we didn't have that pressure. No, no. Are all people calling us traitors? No. No. I mean, yeah, I'd be called a traitor, but that's for different reasons. Yes, um, but, yes, but yeah. that's on that's on record with the police. That's not... Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> wow. <Okay. laughs> um, right, that might be the first liable thing that we do. <laughs> Jay's making a note. Yeah, like I said, um, our... Loving legis uh, no loving uh, litigator. I said legislator. In the you opening. did. I did. I've not. I've never legislated. No, but 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 maybe I've never litigated either. But, but maybe in the future. Maybe. Which one? I don't know. Uh, <laughs> because you are a trained lawyer. No, solicitor. I'm, no, I'm a I'm a I'm a law graduate. Oh, what's the difference? It means I've got a law degree. Not that I've done the vocational training you need to become either a barrister or a solicitor. The glaze of boredom that washed <laughs> over your face. Do you know what? I just sort of regretted asking that question. Like, oh God, he's talking about this again. Right? What? Just, I, just, I do, just for the I record, do, I do some legal work in my job. You do some legal work in your job. Yeah. So you are a trained. No, hang on. So you just have a law degree. Yeah. Is it, are you downplaying yeah, it? Just a law degree. Yeah. 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 Well, no, but I try to. I try to. I try to pick you up. I try to say you're the. You're, the litigator of the mm. masses, you know, the vanguard the, the of, air, the, of the people. The areas of law I'm interested in are pertinent to what we're talking about because it's a social policy, procedure, that kind of thing. It's that side of law, not criminal law. Which So it is, it is you know, it does fit with what we're 
<laughs> well, the, well, so yeah, okay, um, maybe <laughs> we'll see. <laughs> okay, then hmm. I've I've just you've just uh, in asking that I've gone completely blank in the fact that I, I'm just thinking why the hell did I pick you as a co-host? I know I know I don't know why I do know <laughs> I I picked, I, picked, I thought oh Chabez would be really good to do this podcast with because at least if I happen to say dumb stuff. Mm. <laughs> That you could just go, no, that's libelous. Don't oh, say criminal stuff. Right, yeah, no. Um, that's why you're here. I, I, I'm not going to spot any of that. No, I might do. <laughs> not to say we are going to libel anyone. It, obviously, we're, we're not. I mean, before, I mean, I might call someone. Well, it's, it's defamed. It's defamed. Yeah. Because it's not written down. So See, this is there why we go. have him that's here. It, that's it, yeah. This is why, I mean, <laughs> you know, he's, he's he tells us the difference between defecation and <laughs> deforestation and whatever else beginning with yeah litigation and legislation mm. anyway this is a great start to the first podcast isn't it where we've we've basically gone straight into your law degree yeah well it's nice to know the background anyway mm. what's your degree yes because this is why these conversations often work because we we have very two very different sides of the academic coin, if you like. You did the science I sort did, of chemistry. I, did, I, did, I, did, I don't talk about that. You don't talk about that? No. Oh, we, we don't, I, we don't I, speak I don't. about that. Well, okay, I won't speak about that. <laughs> I mean, that, all I can say is that was a previous life. It wasn't a life I enjoyed. <laughs> it, Sorry, it, you think I enjoyed my law degree? Prob- that's not... Probably not. I mean, uni- <laughs> university was the biggest hoax uh, that that any well, oh, it's know, a tricky one. We're, we're going into new yeah. labour policy now. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, here we go. Right, the first thing. Right, not everyone should go to university. I'm gonna say it. No, I was I was there at the time. Mm. I was a part of that new labour policy went going through where they used, you know, the uh, to to calculate the success of a country was how highly educated the workforce was. How many graduates you had? How many yeah. graduates? Mm. And my whole time there, and, and, and I had time where I was a student and I had time where I was working for the university. Mm. Um, I'm, I'm probably going to the role at no, no, some, no. some point in this podcast, mm. but I saw the intake and I just sort of looked at them and went, they shouldn't be here. They should not, be. Di- not for any like inter- intellectual reason. No, no, they were, there, they were there just to party. Yeah. Yes. That was it. Yeah. It was mm. a year of someone giving them free money to go and party and mm. do a sports science course. Yeah, not that I'm not that I'm sports, down, sport down play, Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, if sports you do, science is important, but not when your intention of going to university is to go and party. Yeah. That's I mean, not, I, you know, I I know someone who did a sports science degree mm. who racked up massive amounts of debt to go through university to get that degree, mm. and. This me immediately as he left, he's now working on the tarmac. Yeah. Now, not I'm not saying working on the tarmac is no, but I mean that's it's a well it it's a well paid hard job that should be done. Mm. I'm just saying he racked up that much debt before doing a job he could have done anyway yeah. when he was 18. Mm. I mean, in some... I mean, what did what did he learn? I mean, is it uh, unless unless he does stretches and warm ups before he goes into work and lays tarmac? I think the whole course was 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 just pointless. I think with some courses, I don't know about sports science, but some courses there will be skills you learn regardless of the subject, which 
would help you in certain types of jobs. I'm not yeah. saying in in that particular example that that fits together, but sometimes you go and do a degree and it's not it's, it's a subject you hate, but it's teaches you a set of skills to do something else. You know, arguably that's what my law degree sort of was. Um, I mean, I will eventually go into the law, but it's it's given me a whole set of skills which don't particularly relate to the law at all. But that, again, but that doesn't the, apply in a lot of the cases you're talking no, about. No, no, because it, where, some, some of yeah. those skills you could have picked up at a college or doing a BTEC. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, absolutely. You, I mean, well, there's nothing... I mean, the, the skills that... I mean, I think... Oh, sorry, hit the microphone. <laughs> I hit um, the microphone. Yes, I hit the microphone. Um, no, because some of the skills that you're talking about are social skills, people skills. Yeah. Being able to oh, be... Oh, I didn't learn that at uni. I did the opposite. <laughs> self-isolation. So, oh. Yeah, okay, okay. That's pertinent. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. we're not talking about self-isolation. Yeah. Not at the moment. But, I mean, to, to be fair, your people skills haven't... <laughs> I mean, I've known you for a few years now, and, you know, you've, you've come on leaps and bounds. But it, it, it... But it's not from university. No, no. I mean... <laughs> no. University of life, maybe. Yes. Um... Yeah. Yeah, all right. Well, 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 I'm sure we'll talk about education as policy. A, as a policy thing, yeah. yeah. I mean, I think that that's a, that's a, a step a courageous government took, and it wasn't I, necessarily... Um, my honest opinion, yeah. it was a selfish action that was taken. I think, I think the, the origins of it was noble enough mm, mm. to try and get people as educated as possible as they, as, as, as they wanted to, um, but it ended up becoming a statistical uh, quest. Yeah, yes. It, it stopped being about mm. actually educating people. Mm. It just became this. Oh, look at look at look at our figures. Look how many people uh, graduating or people going into university. Well, that happens with so many things now. It, they become statistical. Employment figures, for example, we're not looking at the quality employment, the quality of employment. We are looking at the number of people yeah. who have a yeah, job. We, We've Whatever never had means. so many people in employment before. Yeah. It's and, like, and well, to, oh, yeah, hang on a minute. Yeah, yeah there's... When it, when the number of jobs is triple the workforce and you think, oh, yeah, that's because people have got, like, two or three jobs. Mm. Yeah. That's not... And good. that's a bad thing. Yes. But now we... And, and because of the but, morality we attach to work, a lot of us would see it as a good thing. Oh, he's working really hard. He's got multiple jobs. He's making a life for himself. It's like, no. I mean, the, <laughs> I mean, no, there, is, there, is, there is the argument of, well, if there's that many jobs out there, you know, we need more people to fill them. What? But, no, 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 as in, if, say there's, I mean, what, what would the workforce of the UK be? 30 million-ish Ish. working people? Yeah, sure. Or eligible working people-ish? Mm-hmm. And there's, say, 90 million jobs. Mm. Or there's, no, or there's a recorded 90 million jobs, so three jobs per person, basically. Mm-hmm. But what they don't say is, well, actually, they're all sort of 15-hour jobs. Yeah, absolutely. 20-hour a week, 15-hour yeah. a week. Oh, my God, we've done two policies in the space of, I don't know, 10 minutes? This is how the discussions go. <laughs> yeah. But that's not... Do you know, this is only... This still, this is the introduction. We've just spent this much on the introduction. Basically... I, I think I think to conclude bookend that point, it's it's there's a lot. You want to bookend that? There's a lot of of long term decisions that have been made, which have led us to this point, and maybe we need to unpack it a bit and understand where yeah. we are and where we're going. Because yeah, every 
every day now it feels like that you know we're always on the precipice of something and we've got to make a decision about what nation we want to yeah. be and we haven't looked back at all really well funny enough you're talking about on the cusp of disaster <laughs> i mean for, for anyone who's listening this and and you could possibly be listening to this in months maybe years after this has been recorded this this inaugural first podcasts of of the unofficial labor party podcast hmm. uh is recorded in mid-march 2020 so this is the beginning of the coronavirus situation pandemic yeah you know where people are turning into zombies, and it's it's basically it's a scene like Shaun of the Dead out there. In in the fact that the, people... that first scene when it's when it's empty and yeah yeah, yeah twenty eight days later yeah, except Tesco's, which is just full of people trying to buy bog roll. <laughs> which is a, do you know where that came from? I read bog this roll. the other well, day. Well, well, no, not bog roll, but all the need for it. But the see, why don't people have B days? Because it's a French what? word. It's a French word. Yeah, but we, this is the, this, yeah, but this is what I don't get. Why are people in France and on the continent who regularly use and hand, install bidet bidets bidet bidet? Yeah. Why do they? Why are they stockpiling on toilet roll? They've got they've got things to wash their bum with. There was a story in Australia. I know where, the story. I'm yeah, sure, I'm sure I've seen this on the film. Where what? Well, was Crocodile Dundee? No. Oh, right. <laughs> A story went round in Australia, and this is where it was slightly true, this story, that um, they were running out of bog roll because they get their toilet roll from China, and the factories <laughs> were closing for weeks. So they were the stock was being disrupted in Australia. That story has spread across the world, despite the fact that we don't get our toilet roll from, from China. From China, We get it from in the UK. There's no, there's no distribution issues. It, um, really? Yeah. Is that, that that's what's happened? Yeah. Do you know what I, I think? And I there, think. And there's been a couple of other products as well, mm. which you know, tin products, dry products, you know, you know, self isolation stuff. I just keep on hearing, you know, different companies sort of say, "Oh, don't worry, stocks of this is put whatever product is is still ongoing." You know, to try and push the fact yeah. that yeah, go on, go go in and and, and mass buy our product. Take them off the shelves. Buy all of it. Yeah, yeah. You know, indu- mm. basically inducing panic buying for it. I heard one uh, tin green beans. Yeah, you grow them in your garden. Yeah, who who buys tin green beans anyway? Well, weirdos, bad bad people. Yeah, yeah. But if thing- you're listening to this podcast and you buy green beans, I want you to stop listening to this podcast. Well, no, tin. <laughs> Sorry, tin green beans. Yeah. <laughs> uh, don't listen to what he said. If you if, just keep listening to this podcast, everyone's welcome to listen to this. podcast. Well, I will make my prejudice against people who buy tin green beans clear. <laughs> Ongoing. <laughs> but Jabez, you might need that vote in the future. Hey, <laughs> uh, don't want that. All right, okay. Don't want that vote. Point. Okay, you haven't no, decided. Don't want that vote. Yeah. You haven't decided it. Yeah. So at the moment, we are going through this period of self isolation. Which just sounds like living in London anyway. I mean, it'll come naturally to everyone who lives in that city. I, I think to a lot of younger people now, there won't be much difference. And to a lot of older no. people, there won't be much difference. No, what do you mean? Are they going to be sat at home playing on the phones? Or there'll be older people who are isolated anyway. Yeah, listening um, listening to dumb podcasts from people. Well, yeah. Yeah, that's, that's what... I, Maybe you're sitting at home right now, self-isolating, listening to us. 
If they're still yeah. if they're still <laughs> self isolated by the time they listen to this, yeah. the human race is doomed. Okay. <laughs> I mean, sorry, I, I don't mean to sort of slag everyone in London off. It's not. It's not the people. It's the culture. Because I hate that city. Was okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. I know Londoners are going to. If any Londoners are listening to this, they're going to go. Oh my! You know, you you horrible person. Mm. I every time I go down there, I just find it very impersonal and and a and a it's angry, very, it's very scared place mm. to be. Mm. It's very and, different. And yeah. It's very different from when I was when there's a, you know as a young man or a, or a, mm. a child almost mm. because so it, and it was after the. Seven seven, did they call it the? Oh, the the terrorist yeah. attack, the big one. Yeah, yeah. Mm. just changed. Did, did it? Oh my god! You don't think about that, do you? Because I, I the, mm. the the first time I went down to London after that was about a year after. Mm. I went the year before, and I went about the year after, and the change was massive. Mm. You know, you're just going around, and everyone's petrified on edge. Mm. Yeah, but it's but it but then that's sort of. Well, now we have it all the time. Yeah. We've awful constantly scared. Yeah. And so when I say I hate London, it's not that I hate London. Mm. I just hate what the culture's become, the the fear of it's become. It's a very... Where everyone everyone's looking around at each other with, with suspicion. Mm. You know, every you're either going to get bombed, you're either going to get stabbed, you're either going to get mugged, you're either. And this, the fear from people who live there, even if you're a decent, honest person, just trying to make conversation, mm. they just. They, I literally started to talk to someone in a pub once. I was on my own. I was wandering through. So I haven't stopped for a pint. Fella next to me. I said hello to him. Whatever that was on the news I spoke about. He literally turned his back on me. Turned on the stall and turned his back. Well, I've had that before, though. Yeah, but, but for th- different that's reasons. Different reasons, yeah. <laughs> he did it because I thought he, he thought I was a, a weirdo talking to him in a pub. Well, that's where all weirdos go. Yes, that's what... No, no. Pubs. For the record, for the people who know me, who, who, who you're not weirdos, you're lovely people, keep going to pubs, but... <laughs> one pub in particular. Yeah, one pub in particular. Yeah. <laughs> no, no, not, not, not we're using this for, for commercialisation. Mm. But anyway. Um, yeah. Podcast. First one. <laughs> I think... Are we still in the introduction part? Have we just gone into... There's a great documentary... About what you're talking about, constant fear. By um, it's not it's not called constant fear, but that's the subject. Adam Curtis. He's done a series of documentaries, and they're all available on the BBC. It, it, it not is, that we condone the BBC for anything or support them. Fine. Or, or give them advertising. Um, fine. Um, but he, you know, and that's there are, are there are other places to get your. You can't get that bent news. <laughs> they're documentaries done by Adam Curtis. They're very good at analysing and discussing the long-term media effects and how we've become more anxious as a society. And it's probably really pertinent right now. But yeah. yeah. But at any point, if you watch it, even in the future, you'll, you'll just look back and go, Oh, that's why it's all gone. Like yeah. crazy. You know? Well, yeah. <laughs> well, we were talking, we were talking about last night with the difference. I saw a meme on Facebook this week and it was mm. the difference of reactions between, um, a disaster in the 1940s and the disasters now. So it was a meme. It was basically the description is it was the, the it was a two picture meme. One part of the picture was a picture from the Blitz, 
where a woman is holding a cup of tea and, oh, and, I a, see that. Yeah. and a fag on mm. top of a pile of rubble, which presumably was her house, before the Luftwaffe, you know, absolutely obliterated the, yeah. obliterated the house. And then, it, and then the, the picture underneath was of two women in Asda's fighting over toilet roll. Yeah. And then it basically made the comparison of the different generations. And I know we said last night, you know, the difference is that picture of the woman with a cup of tea and a fag sitting on the pile of rubble mm. would never have seen the light of day in during the Blitz period. Certainly during the war. And it would never have been released or shown yeah. for years afterwards. Yeah. Pres- presumably because... Information was information controlled. Was, yes, because mm. you didn't want to panic the population. Mm. So if somewhere did get bombed and a street was levelled, unless you lived immediately in the area or knew someone in the area, knowing about it was quite difficult. Um, you might have had something in the paper saying that there was a raid. Yeah, there was a load. You might have yeah. a casualty mm. sort of figures, but you wouldn't have... There would be no pictures and specific details other than broad shots of somewhere well, this is burning. What, this is what John Stewart talks about on, um, on various shows he's been on since he stopped doing The Daily Show. He's an American comedian and presenter. And he always talks about how 9-11 invented 24-hour news. This constant yeah, did, yeah. panic, reporting, crazy, you know, it's the same. I remember it. Yeah, Diana arguably was a similar I remember, Do you know what I was going to say? I was going to say, I think yeah. the first my first time that I sort of picked up on it was Diana's story. Because mm. that was just, that was, that was unreal. Yeah. And it, it, was, it was sort of unreal because it was just mass panic and hyster- oh, not panic, but mass hysteria. Yeah. Because suddenly you woke up on that Sunday morning and it didn't matter which channel you put on. And, it, and you know, these are the days where, you know, you had proper TV, but there was only four stations. And, well, there's, there are Still nothing on to watch though, eh, Dad? No, yeah, yeah. There's yeah. thousands of channels yeah. now and nothing to watch. But um, but then it, it was every channel you pressed on mm. where you had to physically go up to the TV and actually press the button to, you know, one, two, three, four. Oh, you're so old. I had a telly like that though. What do you mean I'm so old? You are so old. You're 28, aren't you? How dare you? How very dare you? 29. 29. In June. Okay. God. Uh, Anyway, (laughs) sorry about that. You know, the slight diversion is insulting me. Um, That morning, it was both BBC channels, uh, ICB or HTV, where I was brought up, and um, Channel 4 for you, S4C for us. Oh, oh Diana. Diana. <laughs> and then S4C for us. And every channel was, you know, it, it, un- unconsolable going, oh my God, she's died. Mm. And then and the, constantly going to people and interviewing people for their opinions. It was the first time I saw the news uh, broadcasters who had nothing to say, nothing else to report, who themselves were in shock and all they could do was put a camera in someone's face and just give... Well, what, what do they, you what, think? What do they call them? Vox Pops, isn't it? Something like... Yeah. 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 And, and, and then just trying to get, and, and get a feeling of what's going on. And then 9-11. Oh. It was just times a million, wasn't it? And, 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 and back then... <laughs> is, that, is, that, is that a Team America quote? I don't know. 9-11 times a million. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> um, and... It, it was 
it was the it was like it was justified obviously it was justified that this this horrific event had happened and american soil had been invaded and all of this but what do we do now when something bad happens because well, <laughs> like, that's what that's what news is now it's all the time and it's fox pops as pops as you say and you know the various people's opinions and garnering opinion and it's just like what do we do if there is going to be a catastrophe? And I suppose that's what we're seeing now with coronavirus. Yeah. It's just... But it's, it's just it's stepping just hysteria. up. I mean, it's gotten to the point where you, you just... You look you look at the news. And, and, okay, the news has always been the bringer of bad well, bad news. Yeah. You know, the, the news mm. broadcasts. You know, Bill Hicks said it in the 90s. You know, you, mm. you look at any of the news stations, CNN or Fox News or, or whatever, and it's just a constant, you know, conveyor belt of, mm. you know, this is happening. This is happening. War, famine, disease, AIDS. It was his was his joke. War, famine, disease. My God, when when do we get a break? When do we get a catch? You know, oh hi there. It's the news today. Um, nothing happened. Well, they used to do that on the on again on the BBC. Um, like in in the forties or fifties. I remember a QI episode. Yeah, where they and said, they said there is no news today. Yeah, we're going to play some music. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's all right. You well, know, rather than yeah. making something up or mm. or delving or having to find something just to put viewing or figures. reporting again on the same thing, major event when nothing has changed, which is yes, which is what I think psychologically damaging. That's the, yeah. that's the difference now, is that you know, I mean, again, some stories have implications going for miles. So nine eleven was was the justified example. Because there was, um, you know, there was implications. What are we going to do next in the Western world? The effects on diplomacy, on, you know, what do we do with our citizens and, you know, all this sort of stuff. Big, big questions that needed to be answered and we needed the news to tell us what was going on. Yeah. Now, uh, other stories that we are, we have now, I mean, Charlie Brooker has done a lot of this, a lot of, a lot of his news wipe thing and that sort of yeah, thing. Yeah, yeah. Well, like, he goes into how... Do you know what? It's relentless. It's funny you should say Charlie Brooker. Every time mm. I look at the news now, and it, and it, and it, I, I do yeah. think I do think of his of, mm. like, oh my god, everyone's going nuts over mm. you know the next thing. Yeah, and and you just think I, I I feel like this is a Black Mirror episode. Well, he goes it, well before he did Black Mirror, he did these quite you know news swipe, wipes. yeah news yeah. swipe and uh, TV swipe whatever it was, and it was, it was sort of like it was analysing the different techniques that these programs use. Yeah. And you just you just see it all the time now. Like, I you know I can't think of a particular example. One example is is standing by the door of someone's house waiting for them to come out. And yeah, and nothing happens. Or standing outside. How you are standing I'll t- outside. I'll t- tell you yeah. one. Mm. Standing outside the hospital waiting for a baby to be born because it happens to be royal. Oh yeah, and nothing happens. No, nothing is happening. There was nothing to report. But and 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 the 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 circus that mm. is surrounding a building where. People, people who work in that building are embarrassed to walk past to try yeah. and get in yeah. for a start. And that's what you, mm. you, you start watching. And people are clamouring for photographs. And think, go away. Mm. They will call you when there's news. But this is the... And, and this, if you... You know, if I go to a more slightly more controversial example, um, this happens with other children who are in hospital who have either just been born or they're dealing with serious issues... And there's a huge hysteria that occurs outside the hospital, and yeah. this start this starts affecting. People. But 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 this culture is developed from the media, and it's this big like, oh, it's okay now to disrupt disrupt hospitals, because of the need to know what's going on. Yeah, that oh, see that case was 
there were two cases, yeah. two separate ones. And yeah. um, but you know this whole this whole waiting for, and I, and I don't particularly want need want to talk about that. That you know that has that had its own series of problems, but the royal baby thing and the mass hysteria thing and this whole feeling okay with being you know of having your voice heard and also needing to know everything it causes major problems in in very difficult situations yeah. you know and you know. yeah it just pushes I mean, what's something down. gone wrong with that royal baby how would the news be? It would be. What would they do? No, what would they be so able to my do? My cynical side would say. Yeah. My cynical side would say the news would love it. Yeah, they would love. They would mm. love something like that mm. because then it is not just an initial story. It's the follow up stories and continuation stories. They, they've got something then for mm. the rest of that poor person's life. Yeah, and I say person because they are people. At the end of the you day. know, and, it, yeah. and, and mm. take it, you know, royal or not. Mm. If that were ever to happen, oh my god! I think that was my point before. You know, like the, the controversial cases. It's that at the end of the day, all everyone involved is a person. Everyone. Yeah. And it's well, like you know. It's, yeah, but unless you want to leave that that syndicate, in which case you're 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 horrible, and you've got to run to Canada. Oh god! Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't care about that. <laughs> uh, I do not care. We agree. Yeah. <laughs> Speaking of which, they've had a bit of a, a boost for their council house down in London, haven't they? Hey, Brooklyn Palace. Yeah, three hundred ninety million. It's they've done well. It's just a government building. It's just a it's government building. building. It's just a government building. Government government buildings are useful. Yeah, I think that's useful for tourism, isn't it? That's the argument that someone who cares would make. Well, if that's <laughs> if, if, well, if that, do you know what? Yeah, I quite agree. Mm. In which case, keep the facade up to date, but let the inside rot. Yeah, well, well, what's the I point? Mean, what's the point of doing the inside up if it's only for tourism? They go inside the building. No, they don't. Yes, they do. No, they don't. Maybe one little bit down the, the left hand side. On all right, we'll keep that bit maintained. And let the rest of it. Yeah, yeah. The rest, the rest. What do they need? Three hundred. We nice really minutes? don't disagree for, on this. For, there's no point. There's no point. I, I just want to get. It, I just want to make it absolutely clear. Spending three hundred ninety million on gold leaf decorations in a room that no one ever uses is pointless. Yeah, I mean, I'm not against necessarily the the, the the constitutional functioning of monarchy. That's a different question. But I am against should be president. I am against <laughs> wasting 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 money on on things like that. I okay. just don't think you know they need it. They're all right. They're all right. Yeah, yeah, yeah they're all right. They're doing okay. Royalist. <laughs> they're all people. Oh, they're just people, aren't they? Yeah, they are. Yeah. I mean, what did their families do to get to where they are, though? We're going to talk about our families and what they did to get us where we are. <laughs> well, let's just talk about... Can, I mean, you can apply to... that to quite a few people. I mean, yeah. go for that family. I mean, just, just off the top of your head, to get that family into the position where they have been, you know, as they say, the, the longest lineage, recorded lineage in, in modern civilization. Mm. Just, I think is what you said to me. It's it's one of the oldest monarchies in the world. Yeah, yeah. Mm. So how how did they they grab that power, take well, they, that power? Well, they, they killed people. Did they man. kill people? Did they, they did, Dad, yeah. did they? I think. Oh really? I, I I'm not sure if if Queen Elizabeth was killed that year. I, I um, would be very surprised <laughs> if she has. Yeah. Um, but maybe people with fear, who knows might have. 
I think I is think, that is that safe to say? I, I Am think, I safe saying that? I think we can. Judge I mean, it. I mean, I mean, the listeners might sort of. I think not understand a, why there was a little gap there, but it's a, it's a serious discussion <laughs> about how much power they have now. And recently, we have had big things being revealed of them being able to edit legislation, needing permission for certain bills to go through Parliament, and that that has but they serious... paroled Parliament. The government paroled what? Queen signed off on it. Hey, Queen signs off on everything. That's yeah. the point of monarchy, um, isn't it? Yeah, but she, you know, judging by her prorogue in Parliament, she's obviously a Brexiteer. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> this is oh, I why think, am I, I dragging this? I think monarchy about? is a poisonous thing to talk oh, about, isn't it? Monarchy. Yeah. Poisonous. Yeah. <laughs> really. But, the, you know, but they're part of I, it. I, I, at Do some they, point, I'm sure. I'm sure over the weeks, months, maybe years, maybe years will be. Oh, imagine if we're still doing this in years <laughs> to come. This is the first one. Um, if um, I'm sure we'll talk about it. Maybe, 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 maybe we'll... they link back to what we were talking about before, um, which is about the psychology of of the media and the, and the country and this sort of thing. And oh, they, I thought you um, meant hogging Bogrel. No. <laughs> that's a good point. Oh, yeah. uh, and, uh, <laughs> just saying, Prince Charles going. Eh, just yeah. going down to the local Tesco's. <laughs> I need some shit paper. That's when we know it's it's gone. It's it's over. When they're in Tesco's trying to get off. <laughs> that's the end. Yeah, that's when we know. That's it. You know, the, the footman hasn't got anything to wipe the backsides that's with. That's it. <laughs> <laughs> right. Okay. Um, I, I, I guess we. we that's the intro. Is that the introduction? Yes, yeah, sure. <laughs> so, there's probably things in there where might... they've set out a plan, and it's really not going to plan. That's what's happening right now. <laughs> they, they, listen, anyone, anyone listening to this, you've got to understand there is no plan. Okay. There is no plan at all. I mean, if you make a, it, I like the uh, Joker quote, you know, from uh, the, the Batman film. Mm. You know, Dark Knight. Everyone, that, yeah. Everybody, everyone just goes crazy if there's not a plan. And you and you, you. I've calmed you down by writing a couple of things on that piece of paper there, which you think that it's a plan. That's, yeah, it's not. It's, schedule. it's not no schedule. Okay. I just wrote gobbledygook literally on that piece of paper there, just to make you feel. I'm more reading it now, and it is just nonsense. You, yeah, right. <laughs> literally, intro talk rude words. <laughs> <laughs> Judging by right, this is meant to be a unofficial Labour podcast. Yeah. Now, people obviously might listen to this who aren't necessarily of the Labour persuasion. Yeah. Uh, that's fine. I, mm. I mean, this is... this is, this so, is un- some, some days I'm not. No, so, well, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> see, this podcast isn't... It's not a party political broadcast yeah. at all. We're not mm. doing that. Mm. We're not doing the Ooh, isn't Labour so brilliant podcast. It just happens to be that that is our political view. It, it's where we're both from, and I think yeah. being honest about that is important. Yeah. I mean, I, I'm not I'm not saying. I mean, me personally, I'm 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 majority sort of in line with Labour values. Yeah. But there's you know, parts of my opinions sort of do scatter about a bit. Absolutely. Yeah. And and I think if any, everyone's truthful. That's true of everyone. Well, you know me, Dad. I'm a down and out socialist. You know, I'm I'm proper hard left wing. We should, you know, take over everything, public services for all. You know, 
Given what election you're going for now and what opinion they have of you, that is hilarious. Just, 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 just for the, the the record of this, Jabe, Jabe, sorry, Councillor Jabez Oaks, as he's asked me to refer no, to him. No, he hasn't. He, he did. He did. Honestly, he said because I asked him, well, "What do you want to be called as? Do you want Jay, Jabez, Jay, Andrew, Andy, Oki?" And he just went, Councillor Oaks. That was that was genuinely what he, he said to me earlier on. Um, but <laughs> apart from the apart from the but he's literally he's just a town councillor. He's he's no, basically yeah. he's basically in a community group. Um, it is, yeah, and it's a waste of time. So no, it's not. It's 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 interesting. But, it's um, interesting. Yeah. Why is it a waste of time? It it feels like we don't use all the tools and power that we, we could use. It's, in, lo- in local, in local, government. Po- in local government, and I think because it feels more like a, I think it's acted as a community group, which is which is a perfectly viable thing to have, but it's acted as a community group for, for with, quite a long time with and with no actual mandate to do anything. No, because it hasn't been elected in in a while. And, right, uh, that's our, yeah. but that's that's a very, 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 very local, very local, yeah, issue to mm. our town. Yeah, well, um, I imagine it's replicated in, in. I'm sure it's replicated in many a lot of rural, r- rural areas. Yeah, um, that we'll probably talk about. Yeah, in future mm. podcasts. Mm-hmm. Um, what what I was was going to refer to is that the um, there are elections going on within the Labour Party, the internal elections mm. for positions uh, within different parts of the the. What would you call it? Organizational structure, or yeah, yeah. Or so the governing the, body, yeah, the governing body. Yeah. So there's mm-hmm. there's a position that Jay has put himself. Up. Jay, is Jay, Jay He's okay. Jay. Jay's, okay. Jay's okay. Yeah. Jay's okay. Jay's okay. Are you okay? Are you okay? Are you okay, Jay Bez? <laughs> the um, uh, the, there's a position on what's called the Welsh Executive Committee mm-hmm. of WBC or WEC, as most people refer to it as. So if we say WEC, it is the Welsh Executive Committee, WEC. Yeah. And this position, um, how many people sit on WEC? I think it's 15. 15. And it's, it's a committee comprised of members from across Wales mm. um, who come together and they become the governing body of all the party rules. So all so when you hear in the, in the news about um, disciplinary action taken against a... Well, it's not. It's not that. Well, it's not the disciplinary side of it, but no. the rules. It's, the it's, rules are it's, set it's, up by. It's, it's the it's the, the top management committee yeah. of the party. It's. In but I'm just, I'm just trying to relate it to where you might hear it. Yeah, and you would news. hear it most of the time to do with um yeah to do with decisions and yeah that's one part yeah that's yeah. one part of what they do but it's mm. it's generally just party rules and anyway, mm. um, in a meeting that we had a month ago yeah. In, in what it's called a CLP meeting, yeah. which is a constituency Labour Party meeting, mm-hmm. CLP, um, which is basically an area. So, what, so where, you, where you vote and you have a constituency vote and you vote for your MP or in Wales an AM, um, there's also a party mm. structure built on those boundaries uh, called a CLP, constituency Labour Party. And in that meeting, um, I nominated my co-host here to become... Uh, well, as as a a candidate for the WEC, yeah. I mean, when I say I nominated him, <laughs> I thought it was a shame because we decided to nominate one person, 
Um, and that was fine. That all went through. But then we could we couldn't we didn't really come up with anyone else to nominate. And I thought it'd be a shame for the CLP not to to use its full ability to nominate. Yeah, because you're allowed you're allowed to nominate mm. two. Yeah. And I've got a, a specific and this goal. and this and this was for the North Wales the North Wales CLP representation yeah. um, uh, um, representation on the web yeah and um, we could go on to explain that but firstly the the this is what the podcast for yeah I mean we said we we said we said this at the beginning there's a lot of there's a lot of Labour Party members mm. who are members who don't get involved in the the inner goings on of everything because mm. they don't know. How it works, or they're deliberately kept, or deliberately kept in the quiet, you yeah. know, in the dark over mm. things, and they don't realise they can, they can actually step up and, and become a part of these yeah. processes Absolutely. if they want to, mm. because you, but I mean, uh, I'm going to be, we'll we'll just say you basically found found an interest and think, as you say, you, there should be more uh, options and choices for the members to decide upon, yeah, not just these. Slates that are put out by the big mm. um, factional but, groups, yeah. mm-hmm. which you know we'll, we'll talk about factional groups again. But um, that there should be a bit more options for people who are independent of those, or people who. I mean, there are two reasons that I stood. The first one I've already mentioned. We, I want I wanted the full nomination. Yeah, of our constituency. The second one was um, I really want to get. Local campaign forums set oh, up, right. and that's that, a whole other that, thing. That, 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 we we won't talk about that. Now, that. Yeah, but but so so they're, they're the reasons I stood. I wanted you to yeah. nominate me was because yeah. I've got a specific, very specific goal. The to go back to the way what this election's for. We are electing the CL the constituency parties division of the Welsh Executive right. Committee. That is ju- right. Yeah. So that that's just a complicated sentence. Yeah, you. Yeah, yeah. yeah, don't. Okay. See, this is why you. This is why I said you're the loving litigator mm. because you do it. You do it so nicely mm. with all of this legal speak, but sometimes you just you just lose people. In in short, it is a committee in Wales, governing committee. Any person has the option to put themselves forward. Mm-hmm. And it was literally, uh, maybe a, a a a a nod or a notification was brought to my attention that your intentions was to be nominated, and what actually happened was he waved like hell at me and said, "Nominate me." Well, it was going to be a bit. It was going to be really. Uh, like, it's such a shame not to nominate. Yeah, absolutely. And I and I just, and I just went, "Oh, chair, chair, um, I nominate uh, Okie Doke over there." Yeah. <laughs> I shouldn't um, call you that. <laughs> the because um, I'm I'm the second the secretary of the constituency. Oh I'm right, well, so, well that, that yeah, again so, we'll talk about that again. That's that's oh, okay. that's 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 <laughs> that's, other, that's other stuff. But yeah, and then and then mm. we're going through the process anyway. Um, how the hell did we get onto this subject? We were talking. Why did Why did we start about... talking about? Do you know what? I can't remember. Talking about work. Speaking about. Loads of elections going on for the party. Loads of elections going on for the party at the moment. Leadership election as well. Oh, God, are we going to do that? <laughs> Re- oh. This is why you should have a plan, Dad. Yeah, well, I don't, I don't mind. <laughs> I don't mind talking about it, I guess. Have you voted yet? No. I haven't got my ballot yet. What do you mean you haven't got your ballot? I haven't got my ballot yet. 
should um, receive it. Email. It's no. in your junk. No, I've got it. No, I've checked. Wasn't the, hasn't the date gone past now? I don't know. don't think so. No, it hasn't closed yet. I'm sure it has. No, it closes end of March. Does it? Yeah. Won't it be sort of postponed now? The announcement will be postponed. Well, no, I mean... Not the announcement. Just I mean, because they of... They just won't have a big party and waste yeah, lots yeah. of money on announcing the leader. Okay. That's the difference. So there's because of the zombie apocalypse, we are not going to have a fanfare for the next leader. Nope. Well, there we go. No. Oh, that's a shame. We don't have a party for the previous leader. You, voted? you haven't voted yet? I have. Uh, you don't want to say who. Ah. Uh... <laughs> can I guess? Go if on. I guess, you can nod. You don't have to say on the podcast. Go on. Lisa Nandy. Keir Starmer. Rebecca Long Bailey. Okay. That's which, interesting. Which one? Which one do you think? Which one do I think you voted yeah. for? Lisa Nandy. Do you know what? I think she's been the most <laughs> impressive one. Yeah. Um, yeah, I, I do as well. Uh, I'm not going to vote for her, but I, I do think she's most impressive. I was going to vote. Hmm. Uh, but up until up until the point of this podcast, I haven't voted yet properly. I voted for deputy. Oh, okay. Hmm. And I voted for Ian Murphy, probably. No. 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 Oh, right. Did you read his statement? I watched that video and I got I got drawn in. I think. Do you know what? I ignored everything oh. that as, as much as possible. I ignored everything in the media, everything in the papers, everything. Hmm. You know every. Facebook group telling me how I should vote and I just said right I will wait until the statements come out yeah. mm-hmm. and I'll read the statements mm-hmm. and I'll base my decision on what they present to me in that statement as what's important to them mm-hmm. and okay it's very difficult to stay away from all the chatter I haven't watched mm-hmm. any I haven't watched any uh, leadership debate or anything like that I, no, I, haven't. I refuse to because mm-hmm. I, I just think it taints there's an element of it that it taints your opinion too much yeah. because it doesn't hold a true value to what I'd rather see a written statement where they've taken time to prepare Mm. and think over and really evaluate themselves who they are and I'll take that as an honest Mm. um, Keir Starmer's one was just a uh, it was a lovey's statement you know, what does that mean? As in, it was it was all about him, um, who he knows, him being a, pre, uh, what was he a um, the director of public prosecution? Yeah, and mm. it was just a very it was a I've, well I've done this I've done this I've done, it felt like an entitlement that he should become leader. Oh, okay. He it was just a list of people who supported him, mm. and it was like you you don't have a choice you have to vote for me. It, it, that's, well, that, that, that's how the statement came across. That's why I hesitate with Keir Starmer because I do think. Oh, hang on. When when did we decide that you were the yeah leader elect? Yeah. So everyone seems to think that he's leader, and and I just found it so arrogant him thinking that he is leader elect. But this is the problem with half of this. It's a staff of people who are doing things on the on these people's behalf. I mean, all of all of his candidates are also MPs. Yes. Down to vote. They're, they're dealing with you know we've got a big thing going on at the moment, um, and. You know, I, I've never got a call off Keir Starmer. I've got some call off some staff member who, you know, oh, annoyed yeah, you me. Get, you know what I mean? It's, for, it's people for, doing for anyone stuff. who's not a member, this <laughs> yeah. is this is the real this is the real ah. Mm. Uh, 
You get phone because they got your details. You get phone calls and text messages all the time, and I understand it's an important internal party. Well, I get I got, I got called twice by each candidate, even though I told them to leave me alone because I got I really got called, yeah I got called as a member, and then I got called as a secretary. <laughs> Can oh you right. The, the, nom- can you tell us when you nominate? Yeah, but then as a secretary of the CLP, the you're an influencer to the rest of the CLP. I shouldn't be. You but shouldn't they be. They see me as that. Yes, yeah. and that's part of the problem as well. Yes, because mm. and that's coming from the top. Yeah. To say that you in mm. a neutral role. Yeah. Well, it should be neutral. Should be a neutral yeah. role. Mm-hmm. Is an influencer. An influencer. Mm. Now, now that's it. Going back to the statements, I didn't like Keir's statement. I thought it was entitled and. Yeah, and and a lot of the stuff that he was saying, there was no there was no content. Right, there wasn't enough content there of what he wants to do. It was all about what he's already done. Mm. Didn't get a clear idea of where we're going forward with him, and it was. I just. I, I worry I, with him that we're going to go back to let's just win elections, and I know I know I've there'll heard be that so much, and I know there'll be people there might, might be people listening who are screaming, screaming and saying it, yeah. why on earth shouldn't we be trying to win elections? And don't get me wrong, I completely agree, but you can't just say yeah we're going to win elections it, because what with yeah well know? by by going against your own principles and, well, and I, I don't do know, you know about do you know, that. Well, yeah, but see, this is the thing. When that argument comes up, mm. I just sort of look at the person who gives that argument and say, okay, what do we change? And then more often than not, it is, well, we have to move further to the centre or even to where the party considers to the right. And then I think, well, that's not then the Labour Party. No. You're now just mm. a very blue... Like, well, you know, you're totally yeah. light. Mm. And that's not the right position to be in because that's not what you're meant to be offering. And what I worry about, I mean, if you look at a lot of what Keir, Keir Starmer's, what policies he wants to bring in, they are quite left-wing. They're not by any means centre or right-wing at all. No, no, no he, he does. But the problem is he's that's not the focus of his campaign. The focus no. of his campaign is we're going to win elections again. And it's just like, yeah, we're a political party. That is what we're trying to do anyway. Just despite yeah. our own our own conversations in the party, you know, the, the aim of Labour, the Labour Party, is to serve the Labour movement and win elections. That's the point. We don't need to pick a leader just because he's going to win elections, if that makes sense. Ah, uh, see, the, 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 it does and it doesn't. Mm. Because at the same time, you, 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 oh, sorry. Um, <laughs> that was the chair, by the way, that I was sitting in. Um, when you when you got someone like Keir Starmer, yes, he's 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 very accomplished. Um, but I've I just I I don't like entitled people. I I, yeah. I think I've just got a natural sort of thing against. I'm not sure he's entitled. I think he's part of. Yeah. I think he's part. You just just take a look at his statement. Okay. He already thinks he's won. I think people who wrote the statement think he's already won. Yes. And that's the problem. I don't. But, uh, but a man's team is still. Is, yeah. is still anyway, yeah. enough about Keir Starmer. Rebecca Long Bailey. Yeah. Um, if, I yeah. Can, if I can link the argument together, the problem. There's another one. The problem with Long Bailey is that her, it seems her campaign is I will continue with Corbyn's manifesto. Manifesto or principles yeah. or. You know, alert. That, I mean, I'm not, I'm not saying that that's 
No, that's not necessarily a, a bad thing, but I, it's not but, to base a campaign on. Why, like with Starmer, why, did, yeah. why did she say that? I mean, if, if, why, see, if it was me, I would have said, I would never have said, I'm going to continue with policies that a lot of people feel tanked the last election, even though I don't think it was that. I mean, mm. judging by who I spoke, you know, the people I spoke to on the doorstep and on, on, on the phones, and because I was one of those people phoning people up. Um, it was just humongous anger over the 2016 referendum. We'll we'll do well, the Brexit. We have a referendum. We'll do yeah. We'll do that talk again. Mm. I don't think it was all the policies. I think by the by the fourth week of the campaign, um, the Labour campaign sort of burnt out and they started throwing out policies. Off, off the, on the, the fly. There, there's three things we we came up with, which we can we can discuss at a late, perhaps in a different podcast. But um, in my view, briefly, we'll do we'll do we'll do a general election yeah review yeah. Um, but, but briefly, it was it was Corbyn's Brexit and the late the late unreason uh, unrealistic policy. Yeah, yeah, because there, the there, there, there were some there were there were some because because and mm. we said this at the time mm. because they threw everything out in the first week. Basically, there's the manifesto. Read it. And then no, and they had nothing to say for five mm. weeks after that, up until the election. Yeah. So then you started getting everyone's going to have free internet. Yeah. And okay, how's mm-hmm. that going to work? And they were throwing it out without actually saying how that's going to work or the implications of it. Yeah. And then that just went for anyone who was swaying. They just went mm. right. You're just promising fairies and, I've, I've, yeah, and, unicorns and I think now. We did have a good few, a good chance. Of making head, I mean, we won a huge percentage of the vote. Oh, we're, we're doing the review now, aren't we? Right. Let's yeah. let's, let's go, go back, back to the leadership, leaders. and yeah. we'll we'll come back to that. Right. So coming up on 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 a future podcast, I don't know if it's going to be the next one or not, but on a future podcast, we will do a review. And as you can sort of hear, we're going to be honest about it. Hmm. I mean, there's, there's the, the, like I said, this is the unofficial Labour podcast because there's no official one. No. So we're the unofficial one. And whether you're you're a Labour supporter or not, you know, by all means listen. But this is we're going to be quite honest about it. Got to be. Yeah, got to be. Mm. Because what's the point otherwise? Mm. Why lie? Why why try and cover it up? This is the other thing. You know, this whole cover up of oh well, um, it's some people saying it's not Jeremy. And as much as I think that Jeremy Corbyn is a nice fella. You know, nice old man, loves his jam. There were a lot of things he did wrong. There were. A lot. He, a lot. And the media did pick up on that and then ran with it. And he was, he was you know, he was slated and destroyed. By yeah, but, but then that, but he was slated but he because... He didn't help himself. No. And he, was in, he was ineffective to deal with yeah. those situations. And it, that's, that's a huge topic which we, we could talk about. We could, we could just talk about it. Is, it does relate we, to and leadership. I'm, and, I'm, and I'm sure, yeah, and I'm sure we will mm. talk about that. But then in relation to Rebecca Long-Bailey mm. saying she's the, the natural successor mm. and a lot of people... It's eye-rolling. It's eye-rolling. A lot of people are just going, oh, God, no, yeah. not that again. Yeah, I mean. Right. I, I mean, how effective is she going to be when when the media comes for her and puts her under the cosh? And rightfully so. I'm not. I'm not absolutely anti-media, as a lot of, a lot of people are, mm. because they happen to ask awkward questions. Ask the 
by all means, ask the leaders these questions. They should have answers for you. They should they should be able to say this is my opinion on this, or differentiate between their opinion and the party's opinion. Yeah. Unfortunately, the media doesn't get that. But anyway, that's that, that's that's by the by. But at some point, Rebecca Long Bailey has to say, "I'm not." Well, she has said it to an extent, but she has to demonstrate how she is not a continuation. Because if it was me, if it was me in her position who believed in those policies, and a lot of people do, even even all across the spectrum of, of different factions within the Labour Party, a lot of the policies were favoured. Yeah. And then they, and it was sort of well, if we could do that, then mm. brilliant. But a lot of people towards the centre of the party just said, "But I don't see how we can." Mm. You know, that's very nice. We'd love to be able to do that. But how are we going to do? Anyway, that, 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 again, that's mm. another that's a, that's another <laughs> conversation. But my thing is, she needs to demonstrate how she's more capable than Corbyn to deal with those situations, and she has to basically the press. The press now mm. have started to put pressure on her, and that doesn't mean just because we're we're talking about the press a lot and we're saying oh the press have an influence and blah blah blah. That doesn't mean we don't need to have a conversation about how much influence the press has in politics. It's not a foregone conclusion. It's just no. at the moment they do, and this is yes. something we need, we need to you know need to consider when we're picking our leaders. And Long Bailey would have, I imagine would have been. Is could have been quite a credible leader. Yeah, if, if she had, if she, had she hadn't said, said that, I'm the continuity yeah. Corbyn candidate. Yeah, if that that and, was the, that was the worst what I, start. What I suspect in terms of internal Labour politics, she what did I suspect that. She did that to get the union back in. To well, certain unions, not certain not unions, all unions, yeah. but certain unions back in and the majority of the membership. Yeah, because you've got to understand. I mean, like, I mean, it's probably dangerous as putting this podcast out and basically oh my god we said bad things about Jeremy Corbyn or Rebecca Long Bailey now but within I vote, I vote for Corbyn twice I don't yeah, well, anyway well, okay. yeah. well done you yeah <laughs> aren't you great um, but uh, starting off by saying we're going to do more of the same is that's insane yeah it's insane doing the same thing over and over but to reiterate it is it is just as bad or equal to saying, "Oh, we're going to win elections again." No, they're both as yeah. poor arguments yeah, yeah, yeah. for votes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's that's yeah. our point, I think. But then, that, but then, that, but saying that we're going to Starmer saying, "Oh, we're going to win elections mm. again," is that sense of entitlement? But hang on, you've got to earn that. Saying that you're just going to win it because you're you—that's the—that's the entitlement part that I. That's what's happening. I think he's just. I think that it's, it's part of that old that no maybe it is entitlement, and 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 yeah. I find if he's going to become leader, I just think right the public are going to look at him and go, he just thinks that he's already won. Well, he's, he's not going to be a departure from but from politics as normal, is he? No, no, it's going to be or, or it doesn't feel like it's no, normal. it's going to be mm. very much the same. And the, then the thing is, you put him against. You know, the Johnson. Mm. I say the Johnson as he's a complete dick. Um, putting him against him, he would look not just competent, but masterful. Mm. And, and, and I, I, grant, I grant that he, he would. But again, you've got to earn that position, not say that you 
not we need a better advocate than Corbyn was in, in terms of debating and that sort of yeah. thing. Both of them can do that. And Lisa Nandy can do that. Well, hang well. on, we'll get, we'll get on to Lisa yeah. in, in, in a second. They're, they're both perfectly capable of doing that. It's just it's just what their, but, their wider ethos yeah, is. But then sticking with Rebecca Long-Bailey for a second, mm. if she had said at the beginning, I am not a... She said, I am my own person and these are the policies that I believe in. And they happen to be 95% of the previous mm. manifesto without all of the rubbish that they, they they stuck in in week four and week five. You know, like I said, the yeah. free internet thing. Mm. If it was a, a, a decent proportion of it where she then spoke and advocated those policies on her own back without saying that they were Jeremy's one or even just tweaking them slightly to make them... A, the, in her own plan, everyone would have just gone, oh, okay. Just, just become your own bloody person. person yeah. Like, why is that Stop so being difficult? someone else. That, that, is, that, but, but is, that in a nutshell, do, is exactly what I mean. But, Stop but, being someone but, else. But to tie it back to what we were talking about before, about, about interpretation and the way society reacts to things, I've spoken to plen- plenty of members who have already put Keir Starmer in the same box as Tony Blair. And that's an unfair comparison. Yeah. Because he's not like Tony Blair. In, in my mind, he is. And that's the problem. I know, I know. Because I know. He, he isn't. You know, he just, like, you can read anything he's written and any policy he, he has put forward yeah. and he is not New Labour Tony Blair. It just isn't. But he's been dressed up and he's he's already been bracketed and put into yeah. that because area that's of the party. What, that's, that's what people like to do. Is, yeah. Is, you know, box you in. Oh, you're that then. Mm. I mean... I don't. Here's the thing: if he became the leader, I wouldn't be bothered. Mm. If Rebecca Long Bailey became leader, I wouldn't be bothered. No, because honestly, the only person I do not want to become anything, yeah, is Richard Burkham. <laughs> <I>, oh, I... <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> we'll get on to the deputies in a minute. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but um, but Lisa Nandy, she's all right, isn't she? Yeah, she. For the most part, I think she's okay. I, th- <laughs> I. Sorry, he's just moving his microphone there really quietly and delicately, as though they won't. It nearly worked. They nearly worked. <laughs> nearly this. no noise yeah. at all. Nearly no noise. Yeah. Lisa Nandy, she looks good. She sounds good. She comes across well. She's presentable. She, you know, those eight voters on Channel Four, or whatever it was, liked her. Oh, well, the, well, the, the the little the little group group. What's of, it called? Uh, the sample group. sample group. Yeah, whatever. Focus group. Focus group. Yeah. Yes, yeah, so a, a massive focus group. Yeah, they liked her. That's yeah, enough for me. Yeah, yeah, great. I mean, eight random people. So, I mm. if she gets it, she'll do very well. Um, I. Don't think she'd win the next general, though. I don't think. Well, I mean, I don't, I don't think, think she, any of them will. No. I mean, if I'm honest, at the moment, given the state of the party and given the state of politics, I think it's a it's a, it's a long haul. And unless an absolute disaster happens to the Johnson, like you know the zombie apocalypse descending upon yeah on the mm. on the earth, mm. and that he's completely ineffective. I mean, if he shows that he's completely, I mean, absolutely incompetent. Like telling everyone in a panic that you're all going to die, 
or your loved ones are going to die and just remember to wash your hands singing happy birthday good luck i mean if he if he does something like that then that might be an absolute disaster enough i think perhaps, to give credibility I to think, elsewhere i think that's perhaps what, what we're both seeking is, is some some leadership because that that speech the other day was it was it's the other was, day for us i mean we're in the week where that speech was given Boris Johnson made a speech which was basically the loved ones, there will be loved ones you know who will die. And he's often compared to Churchill in his mannerisms and the way he speaks. And I don't think Churchill ever said anyone was going to die. No. I, think he's, I think he said it was going to be horrible and difficult and we're going to fight. I don't think he said anyone was going to die. And it was this weird defeatism. Yeah, that this um, we're done. That a prime minister just let just let the virus flow yeah, through. Yeah, he didn't even say it in a in a confident, posh Tory way. He no. said it like he was a broken, sick man, which which is another theory. But um, the like to to link it back to leadership would would any of our guys say something that dumb? No, no, absolutely not. No. They, they'd say we will get through this. Yeah, we'll st- and and uh, what's his name? I uh, the Irish. Premier Leo Varadkar, yeah, and he said, he 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 said no, we'll save as many people as possible. You know, and in contrast, where it's still admitting that you know there's mm. people are going to die, but you 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 don't panic the population. No. No. Him saying that the amount of people now are, are living in absolute terror, mm. and you just think, why did you say that? I, you, I mean, yeah, you know, it goes you, back to what we were talking about before. This hysterical panic. It's just like, well done. You know, you've said you've literally caught... the worst thing. Yeah, and you said it, and like, and and that and that's what. In in terms of a leader, mm. you need a leader to be able to calm a nation. But then again, to what, speak what... to a nation and be able to 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 control and dampen down any of any hysteria. Mm. And that's where okay, if he compares himself to Churchill, I I will say with Churchill, he could do that. Yeah. Any speech that he gave and any address he gave, mm. it was it was it was rousing. It was getting you fired up to be able to fight the the, the evil in the world and mm. the, the, the terrors in the world. And we will survive. We will get through this. And then hit this one comes out. Sorry, some of you are going to die now. Well, he is stuck in a corner as well because I mean, yes, he you know he said what he said and it was silly to do, but. You know what's what is he supposed to say after ten years of austerity when we have do not have the resources or the ability to fight this thing properly? And uh, you know, and I'm not that's not me defending uh, the Johnson. I do like that we're calling him that. Um, yeah, it's, I mean, it's not me defending the Johnson, but it is like, what did everyone expect? We are here now yeah. after ten years of, of destroying public services. Yeah, and. This is what people this is, voted. This is on. what's going to happen. Yeah, and I, I said, I've said, i said to you before. I, after the election in December, I just went right. Whatever happens now, however bad it might get, and I say might get because mm. you know I'm trying to be optimistic. Um, I just this is this is what people wanted. The, or, the, or a majority wanted. I know I say majority wanted. This is the problem. Yeah, it's not it a majority. Wasn't a majority. It's a majority it's, yeah. of people mm. in a minority. Yeah. Which is... I know. mean, most people didn't vote for this government. No. You know. No. Um, I, I, I always compare it to, you know, the... You know, you've got 12 people who want to go out for a meal. Mm. 
And then, you know, you have suggestions from different people. We'll go for Mexican food or Cantonese or Chinese or Italian. Mm. Or, no, we'll go to a steakhouse. We'll, 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 no, we'll just go to a pub for a bistro or whatever. Yeah. And then it just happens to be that out of that group and all those suggestions, three people say, oh, no, we're, we're actually, we want Vietnamese. Mm. And because those three decided amongst each other, yeah. everyone has to have Vietnamese. And it happens. It happens in um, in legislatures all the time. It happens in, in, even in a local scenario like a town council. There'll be groups of people who decide things, and then they get the majority, even though they don't have a majority of a meeting or the country or whatever. And to link it back, link it back to the leadership um, in our leadership election. In our leadership election, there won't be um, that kind of problem because we have proportional representation. Yeah. We have preferential voting, and that's something we need to bring. That's something yeah. I I've, I've always been in favour of is is making sure elections are fair, which sounds you know oh that's controversial. Yeah. What are you oh, possibly mm. thinking? The elections yeah. fair. They are fair, fair for certain people, mm. more fairer than others. More fair than others, yeah. Anyway, um, so back back to Lisa and Andy. Is there anything that you um, any other points? Because because I, I I just think she's a good all rounder. And if you're going to go for the compromise candidate, you'd go Lisa and Andy. She should be on telly more representing us. Oh yeah, absolutely. Whether I mean, that, whether that means she has to be leader is a different. Yeah, question. I mean, but yeah, whether she gets this or not, mm. she should be, she should be in the forefront a bit more. Yeah, and whatever the next shadow cabinet is, she should mm. be there. And the same with Rebecca Long Bailey as well. Um, yeah, you know, but you know, I use it. That that implies that you think he's got it. Yeah, I, I, I genuinely. Think so. Yeah, even the membership. Yeah, think she's you think it. there's a majority in the membership for Keir Starmer? Yeah, I think so. Really? I reckon. Yeah. I don't think the numbers tally up. I think Rebecca Long Bailey's got it, regardless. Mm. Regardless of anything we'll else, we'll have to see what happens when she. I mean, if she wins, because we, see, this, this is this is the nut. Keir Starmer already thinks he's won it, and if you if you go back to the whole numbers of, you know, the boxed off numbers and just go in the membership alone, mm. if you take pre, I don't think he'll win on the first round. He hasn't got first oh. preferences. Yeah. Oh, you think Nandy's going to get knocked yeah, out? Yeah, I think Nandy will get knocked out, and he'll get. A lot of her votes. Do you really? Yeah. Mm. Okay, that might. Yeah, based okay. on the nomination. Meeting, yeah, but okay. Because oh. there are a lot of people who would. Who but I we know. were. But we were. We were a weird CLP. We, yeah, we were. Felix were nominated Lisa Monday. <laughs> no, no, no. That's not. That's not fair. I mean, mm. it. It just. How could I put it? If you go back to pre-Corbyn membership. Which was about one hundred and twenty-five thousand, something like that, ish. Yeah. Say every single one of those members vote for Kistama. Mm. That leaves what four hundred thousand members mm-hmm. who came in because of Corbyn, who joined. Yeah. So that means there's four hundred thousand members that you would, you probably say would vote for Rebecca Long Bailey. I think a lot has changed, and I think. You can't you can't trust people not to change their mind. And also, Rebecca Long Bailey is not Jeremy Corbyn. No, no, but then that's that's why she said that she's going to carry on Corbyn's mm. manifesto. Is because I still I still wonder if a lot of members are still. I mean, I'm one of them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, know, I, so am I. You no, know, I'm looking at it going. Yeah, you're not Corbyn though. 
Like, you know, you're no. not... You're not You're not that. You're not that. And you shouldn't be that. No. In the same way that I think Keir's done the same thing with the Blairites. Because mm. he's just gone, I'm that. And yeah. he and he sort of... He's played up to it and not played up to it at the well, same they time. they always do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, yeah. You know mm. give me a vote. Yes, I'll be that. And then actually, you know... Well, he's a yes man. That's my actual problem with Keir Starmer. He is a yes man. Yeah. He, he's going to, you know, and that, that, I have a problem with people who do that. You know, you've got to be able to say no. I think we've, we've, done, we've spoken, we've spoken about the leadership. You've alienated concept. enough of the membership now, haven't Oh, we? yeah, yeah. I mean, <laughs> listen, if, if you, ha- if certainly, I mean, they're not going to hate you because you're actually quiet, but if you're hating me because I, I just basically say they're all dicks, well, you know, so are you. Do <laughs> 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 you think that? We're, we're, we're having a reasonable, fair discussion here about everything. Mm. You know, okay, you're not. Anyone who, who's, you're not dicks, don't worry, we like you, keep listening to our podcasts, because um, there's going to be, there's going to be several, but you know, like I said, I'm going to be as honest as I can about it, and if you, listen, if you have differing opinions to what mm. we say in the podcast, that's fine, we will have contact details for us um, in the coming podcast, we haven't set up a no, we'll, 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 there'll be an email address and possibly a, a Twitter account and mm. various things, so you can uh, tweet or. We should have some engagement. Yeah, yeah, definitely. And questions as well. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah, yeah, because because there's some things that we might have completely overlooked and mm. that should be pointed out. And anyone who's listening, by all means, get in touch and and we'll consider <laughs> we'll <laughs> consider your opinion. Um, but unfortunately, because this is the first one, and we, we've um, basically just flown in straight into it, like, oh, we've got podcast equipment, mm. and then gone straight into it. Uh, there's no email address or Twitter account or anything like that yet, but it will come. Um, we will set one up in the next couple of, well, after the next couple of episodes. Um, to be fair, I think I think we should draw the first episode to a close. Okay. I think, you know... I think I think it's a, it was a solid episode. We've we've gone we've gone through quite a lot. Yeah. I don't know what we're going to name it because that's the thing we said we still don't have a title for the show. Yeah, we don't. Um, what do you reckon? That I mean the I mean I've, I've I've said you know it's the unofficial Labour podcast, but what is it? I, I've got no idea. Um, do you know what I? I considering how we're meandering around it's not considering how we've just meandered from one thing to the other today the word meandering sounds quite good meandering yeah I was gonna I was gonna I was gonna say that it's more like a dance but a really awful one we could call it a meandering labour do you know do you know what I was gonna say two left feet that's good. That's quite good. <laughs> we we sort of we're dancing around, yeah. but awfully because we got two left feet. Yeah, two left feet. That's it. No, two left feet. Two left feet and unofficial labour podcast. podcast. Okay, so yeah. we're gonna go with that title for, for now, mm. um, unless we think of a better one. But um, and the title your title for this episode will be fear, loathing, and leadership. What? What do you mean, f- fear, loathing, and leadership? We talked about fear at the beginning. Yeah. Uh, well, yeah. Then we talked. Well, we have loathing. I have loathing for everything. Well, you yes. and, uh, <laughs> All right. And um, and leadership. Okay. Okay. <laughs> so what? 
for everyone who's managed to stay awake listening this far, or, or whatever you've been doing in the last hour, um, thank you for listening, by the way, and, and, and we hope to uh, for you to return to our future podcasts. Uh, this is David Vaughan, your host and co-host, Jabez, uh, Councillor Jabez Oaks, and this has been Two Left Feet, colon, an unofficial Labour podcast. And uh, we hope to see you again and listen in, tune in soon. Keep an eye out for all our podcasts wherever you get your podcasts downloaded. So they will be on all different networks and spaces and I don't know, wherever people get podcasts from. Wherever you get this podcast from, it will be there. So until the next episode, thank you very much, everyone, and see you next time. Ta-da!